Si t'entends pas, oh, bon matin, bon matin. Là, moi, je danse à la musique. Puis là, je me dis, si t'entends pas la musique, là, Lise, tu te poses la question, mais qu'est-ce qu'a fait Maria ce matin? Bon matin, tout le monde. Bon matin, bienvenue. Oh, it's in English, so sorry. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> oh, Marie-Pierre, I'm always laughing because for me, I can't distinguish sometimes between English and French. So yes, eight o'clock, welcome to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. Yes, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. How to have this millionaire mindset so you can be financially free and not only be financially free, come at the end of every year or during the year, be able to help always somebody in need. And together, we're going to build this community where we level up together. Now, I don't know who was with us yesterday. I loved yesterday's subject. It was about asking questions instead of giving orders. Now, Anna, I have you on my Zoom. Do you rather we give you an order or do you rather we ask you questions? Who votes for ask me questions? I do. I'd rather be asked questions that empowers me and allows me to move forward. One of the first steps we covered was learn about your people. So it, learn about your people, learn about your kids, learn about your husband, uh, learn about the people you are working with. It's so, so important. So remember, Find out what they love to do. Find out uh, what sets them apart. Like we have three children at home. Hamid is unique. Nadia is unique. Yasmin is unique. And to capitalize on their uniqueness allows us to build a very st strong family nucleus. The same thing in your business. Finding out what every single individual that's a leader in your organization is strong at their their individuality helps you build and remember number two the personal interview in our business we say remember guys meet up with the 20 percent of your team or of your organization that generate 80% of the results every single month. The same thing with our children. I call it the, the monthly meeting, dotting the I's, crossing the T's. This is where I learn how they feel. Uh, this is where I learn with them how to improve the atmosphere in the home. You know, I love Marie-Pierre when you said, according to you, my son, what would be a good mom? <laughs> you know, like... Leave it with them. Leave it with them. So thank you once again, Marie-Pierre, for dropping the um, questions we can ask to it intentionally, intentionally, uh, instead of giving orders to ask questions that bring to more positive results on the group, The Millionaires of the Diamonds on Facebook. So if you're not yet on our inspirational group, The Millionaires of the Diamonds on Facebook, please go join. You're going to find all the documents from the beginning of time, from the beginning of time, you know, it's like our 20th podcast in English, from the beginning of time. So be very kind with us, those joining us for the very first time. This is not one of those podcasts where we've got it all figured out. Um, it, it's simply a podcast where, as individual, Marie-Pierre, myself, Maria, um, Jean-Philippe Jacques, Sabrina Tessier, we got together and we say we want to level up. We want to make sure we develop our leadership. And the best way to do it, just remember this, guys, the best way to do it now that everybody's on social media, just say it, um, say it publicly. Because from the moment I say it publicly, 
Marie-Pierre, even if yesterday I didn't feel like getting the podcast ready, because I'm doing it publicly, it obliges me to read and learn and write every single day. So it's, yes, it's very egotistical. I'm doing it for a personal reason. So I'm Maria Mariano, 37 years, 37 years coach and mentor that allows me to build millionaires. And my goal, if anybody's on Facebook Live or on Zoom, you see behind me, is to build a thousand millionaires. So if you wanna be part of that group of people where we level up together, then join our our, our, our group, our cause. So we, we have a conference on March 6th, 8.30 to 12.30 in French, 1.30 to 5.30 in English. If you're bilingual, Ailey's, you follow both podcasts. We have a group of people that follow actually both podcasts. Well, when you pay for one, you're in with us for the whole day if you wanted for those of you on podbeam i see i see rosa hi rosa good to see you uh please share please share please take the time to share the podcast actually writing in writing in why you are sharing the podcast so more people can join us i always say we're the best kept secret yeah i saw you rosa love you uh, we're the best kept secret we don't sponsor the podcast we just we just do it organically and i hope it brings you value for those that are used to joining us on the podcast please write in the comments on podbeam you know uh what what are a few of the things that you have been enjoying with this enjoying with this podcast so far since you have joined and last thing i want to say i have here on my right for those watching me on facebook and i always open my group page here we go as i'm talking to you I'm scrolling. Where is my live? Here you guys go. So anybody writing to me on Facebook, I will be able to reply. While Marie-Pierre today is going to cover another fabulous do document. So let's dive right into the subject. Mitigate fault. Mitigate. My, you know, my English sometimes, Marie-Pierre, is not so good. So here I'm going asking I can't say it because it's going to start. Like I say, Google, you know, and then I ask, I ask the question, Marie-Pierre, did you see how I lowered my voice? Because the last time I did that, she started talking and I, I, I didn't want her to talk. So I said, I don't understand that word. You know, for me, I know all those that are Anglophone, Anglophone. I have three languages, so I kind of mix all three together. Mitigate fault. Oh, I said, I'm raised that way. You know, my Italian, I'm Italian born, my Italian background, very religious background, Catholic. Uh, it was part of my culture, you know, to mitigate fault. And I remember the story, we, we said it, and I want to just repeat it. Remember the Queen Elizabeth? She was in all the newspapers when it happened, where she had um, welcomed to her palace the world leaders. There were leaders of Africa, there were leaders of the Middle East. And of course, we don't come, we don't know the same habits, the same cultures, whatever. And during the meal, there was a point where they served uh, warm water with a lemon inside. Now, those that have been to, you know, formal functions and you're either living in Europe or North America, we know that this is where you drop your fingers inside and you clean and you clean your fingers. But one of the diplomats had taken the bowl and started drinking. Now, remember, if you're coming from the Middle East, it's very common to have hot water with lemon to help uh, clear down the food before you go on to the next food. 
Queen Elizabeth, mitigate fault. This is where you see classy people. When she saw this diplomat do this and everybody just looked at the diplomat saying, what are you doing, right? Without any words, she took her bowl and she looked at him and kind of did a chin chin and drank from the bowl. This is class. This is class. This this won her so many points on, on, me, on the media. I would have said today, social media mitigating fault. Um, another beautiful story in the book that I love that I said, Marie-Pierre, I'm going to share this, this story because many of us are far from being so heroic and I don't have any story that even reaches, I said to Marie-Pierre, my, my toe, you know, usually I say doesn't even reach. Okay. Just absolutely incredible. So it's the story of an old army plane, a Wellington bomber. So if you visualize it, it's in, in, in the second world war, they were used like, they don't go very fast. Okay. But they're huge. They're heavy. They're monsters. And Sergeant James, we're going to call him James for the purpose of the story, tied himself with a rope when he saw one of the wings its propeller was on fire the engine was on fire he tied himself with a rope he went on the wing to put out the fire president the president winston churchill at the time couldn't get over how courageous uh, james was and wanted absolutely to meet him and this is what happened when he met uh, president winston churchill what happened was james was starstruck you know, you understand the expression starstruck and he and he couldn't answer any of the president's question. Churchill was compassionate and said to help him save face. He said, you must feel very awkward in my presence. And James answered, yes, sir. President said, then you can imagine how humble and awkward I feel in your presence, James. What did he do? He mitigated the situation. How have you helped someone save face in the past? With just a few words, Churchill moved James from a miserable fool to the hero he was. He mitigated fault and helped James save face. Always take the time to consider how to let the other person save face. With Mohammed, sometimes, you know, he says a joke and it's not funny. And then I watch, you know, uh, around the table with my kids, I laugh. And I, say, <laughs> I get it. Why? Because I help him to save face. You know, he forgot a word in the joke or he, he's trying to give, say one of my jokes. Of course, I say better than him. <laughs> Just joking with you guys, but safe face. Our children, the same thing. You know, we talked about, you know, Hamid, I went to take my Do Royal, Royal Dalton coffee cups, right? And he knows how for me they're precious because they come from my, my mom and he didn't listen to me. Instead of taking just two, making sure they, they, they reached the table safe, he took six, dropped one of them and broke. It, the damage is done. Mitigate. Okay. Mitigate fault. Hamid, are you hurt? Are you hurt? No? Okay, next. Let's, I mean, what are you going to do? The cup is broken. You can't change that. Most people, what they do is find fault. They, they threaten. Oh, imagine the cup is broken. Oh, you always. Okay? And, and then... I, you know, and then you can say things like, I swear, next time. So you issue threat, you criticize a child, you criticize an employee, 
in front, worse, in front of other people. Instead, offer a considerate word. Take the other person's feeling into account. Pull them aside. Do everything you can to mitigate and lessen the stain. So when I'm at something as silly as my cup, you know, later, 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 supper was over. Everybody helped me with the dish. And uh, when the atmosphere was wonderful, I said, now, son, you understand why mom tells you, you know, when it comes to specific things. But it was in his ear, like I kind of whispered it to him. This builds my son's confidence and it doesn't destroy it. Um, what insensitive, what what insensitive behavior creates, okay? If anybody's taking notes, what insensitive behavior creates? A mom yelling at their children, you're so stupid, you know. What it creates, it creates fear in the other person. I don't care whether it's your children, whether it's your spouse, whether it's coworkers, employees, it creates fear. It increases failure. So our children fail and fail and fail over and over again, and you can't understand? Well, look at how we're mitigating mistakes. What, the, what does it create? You won't take any more risk. In my work field, in the work field, you won't, I won't have employees taking risks. And that's the most horrible thing that can happen to a company, right? Uh, you will not innovate. You're not going to have creative children. You're not going to have a creative spouse. You will not be creative as an individual because he who checks the faults of others cannot himself be creative. You know, Marie-Pierre, we were looking at the results in North America and I said, mm, something strange, what I feel. And then I shared with uh, Jean-Philippe this morning, we have the pre-podcast, Sabrina. I shared, I have a feeling here that they didn't mitigate the fault that the company had a shortage and trust them to come up with the solution. So when we don't mitigate fault, it, co it costs a lot of money. Um, you'll not have people sharing their ideas because they're afraid of you saying, oh, that's a, such a stupid idea. Okay. This is the power of being able to mitigate fault. You're opening the flow of creativity, okay? What we actually do is stop growth. So you look from family to family that don't mitigate faults. And what you notice is generation and generation of families that level down. Their children don't amount to much. They don't amount to much. And you're asking ourselves why? Because we're constantly putting people down. Failure is a natural result of success. If you're writing down notes, Anna, my young kid, you've got to fail to succeed. You've got to fail to succeed. Failure equals success. It's part of everyday life and it is therefore inevitable. How can we be more supportive of failure to allow growth? Marie-Pierre, I glanced over your document and I absolutely love what you're going to expose this morning uh, to us. For those listening in the car, if you're listening and you can't take down notes, no worries. Once again, if you haven't joined our Facebook group, The Millionaire of the Diamonds, go join it. All these documents will be there in French and in English and use them to level up 
So when your mind goes in a dark place, pull out one of these documents and read them and level up. Take it away, Marie-Pierre. Yeah, thank you. So, yes, I will cover with you um, how to make sure to help others save face and not losing face. So, yes, it's really something important if you want to be the better version of yourself. So, if you are with us for uh, some time on the podcast, you know how I love doing some tests because I feel like a teenager when I had all these tests, girly tests to do. So I have a test for you <laughs> this morning <laughs> to just see in your life if you ever did something that caused maybe someone to lose face. So I have a few questions for you. I want you to answer on the podcast, uh, in, on the Podbean, if you are with us on the Podbean or with us on the live Facebook Live. So I have 20 <laughs> questions for you. So answer by yes or no for each one. So did you ever take credit for others' effort? So did you ever take credit for others' effort? Okay, perfect. <laughs> I love when you are participating on the live and on the public. Okay, number two, uh, did you ever pass the blame for your own mistakes? <laughs> and I love on the Zoom, I can see your face. <laughs> so did you ever pass blame for your own mistakes? Number three. Did you ever check your email or maybe did you ever text during a meeting? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I knew this one. You will answer me. <laughs> okay. Number four. Did you ever send a bad news through email so you don't have to face the recipient? So did you ever send bad news through email so you don't have to face the person? <laughs> Probably. I love you, Rosa. <laughs> she's, she's not yes, not no. Probably. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Number five. Did you ever talk down to others? Did you ever talk down to others yes we're not gonna say too yes. long gonna... okay <laughs> you, you know what it is marie Pierre. when we're young i, I just want to put in perspective when we're young we're so full of ourselves sometimes oh sorry sorry anna <laughs> but it is we, like we don't get it the ego takes so much space as we get older and you lose your mom you lose your dad there's an accident that happens or sickness we humble ourselves and as we humble ourselves, like a lot of these questions, you will answer differently. So life has a way of humbling us, you know? So, yeah. Okay, just a little. Two cents. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Number six. Did you ever just not listen to someone? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Number seven. Did you ever spread rumor about colleagues? That never. Thank you, Rose. I was watching for your answer. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight. Did you ever set others 
up to failure? Never. No. no. <laughs> Number nine. Did you ever not say please or thank you? Mm, yeah. That's when you're in a rush. You know, that happens when we're in a rush. We're rushing and you say, give me that. No thank you, no please. Mm. <laughs> okay, number 10. Did you ever show up late or leaving a meeting early with no explanation? Did you make an entrance and exit like a superstar? <laughs> Younger, yes. I was always late everywhere. But now I know that early is on time and on time is late. Comes with age two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Number 11. Did you ever billet others' efforts? Number 12. Did you ever leave a snippy voicemail or email message? A what? A snipey. Snippy? 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 <laughs> I say yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm not, I'm not the only one. Where, where is it? I can't read it. Where is it? Spell it for me. S-N-I-P-P-Y. I don't know what that means. Find out somebody, the definition of that. Okay, go on. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I told you this is a, a very authentic podcast where you have fun together. <laughs> okay. I know Anna will found us um, a definition for the word exactly. <laughs> Number 13. Did you ever forward others' email to make them look bad? Look at, look at my face. <laughs> 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 Number 14. <laughs> Did you ever make demeaning or there? Oh no, I will not try this word. <laughs> Did you ever make demeaning remark to someone? <laughs> no. Perfect. Ah. Number 15. Did you ever withhold information? Number 16, did you ever fail to return a phone call or respond to an email? No. That's the first thing I say, Marie-Pierre, when I hire somebody new, I say, remember, the, to, takes me, took me, took me, can I say took me? Anyways, 37 years to build a reputation. When emails come in, they have to be answered. They have to be answered. So any of my Salesforce out there that are not getting their emails answered, write them in private. Ah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm going to have snitches. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, snippy in French is brusque. Oh, okay. So rude. I would use rude. That's more of a word I would understand, right? And Anna said, sharp remark, especially said in a condescending way. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Have <laughs> I ever done that? Yes. <laughs> but, but again, but again, but again, it comes with age. Remember, as we grow older and life throws us a curveball, let me tell you, it humbles us. Every mistake we make, it humbles us. 
So it depends on what. Now, no. At 20, probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number 17. Did you ever let, uh, leave a mess for others to clean up? I like what Rosa said. Yes, sarcasm can also be taken as skimpy. You know, Rosa, I always tell my children, sarcasm is the language of fools. Start with, every time, because it's when we're young. They remember. Now, if you're 35, 40, you're still doing it. Now you're immature. Okay. But young, you know, this is, uh, yeah. Okay, go on. That's great, Rosa. You are ahead of me. That's something I will cover in the next few minutes. It's really funny that you said that. <laughs> so number 18, did you ever grab easy tasks while leaving difficult ones for others? Never. Number 19, did you ever shutting someone out of a network or a team? <laughs> Maria, when you don't look, all, it's like, no, no, I, will, I don't understand. I don't understand. No, it's because I'm answering on Facebook. I know. And the last one. Did you ever pay little attention or showing little interest in others' opinion? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> If you answer yes to any of these, <laughs> think about how you can eliminate them So you will not uh, cause someone to feel shame, to feel fear, guilt, and vulnerability. So you don't want to lose their trust and you want to keep your relationship with those people. So yes, it's all the things that you can do that will make the other person to lose face. But I know it's not intentional when you are doing it. But we have the top three um, And things that you do when you are making someone lose face. And I want to cover these three things this morning just to give you some idea how to avoid them. So the first big mistake to do is to give neg negative feedback in front of others. Mm -hmm. That's really something. And especially now with social media, it's so easy to someone to write something to you uh, with a negative remark and you don't want it to be public. So make sure if you do, you are giving negative feedback that you will not do it in front of others. And I know that maybe at your workplace, you have maybe a messenger group and you want to give a feedback, but you don't realize that maybe there's a lot of people in your messenger group. So just make sure that if you have something sensitive and critical, You have to do it not um, online, but maybe do it offline. So ideally face-to-face. -face. I know now it's not really something that we can do, but call the person and just don't do it on social media and not in front of others, especially not the messenger group. Number two, the biggest, it's not being aware of cultural difference. And... Maria, if you can tell the story just quickly, because I, I have a story, but yours is really better. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm, I'm in the car and I'm driving to work and I'm on, listening to a radio station. 
And this lady calls in, it was a radio station where he was asking the um, uh, uh, the one who was hosting the radio station, can you share uh, if you're being mistreated at work? Something along those lines. So good lady calls and she says, yes, I feel that my boss looks down on me. I feel that my boss doesn't respect me. And she's going on and on and on. He doesn't look at me in my eyes. Uh, uh, and he goes on and on. Now, the radio the radio host, because he's born here, you didn't hear, he didn't have an accent that you knew he was from Haiti, Haiti, right? So she says, to, to, he says to her, he says, you're Canadian, your parents are Canadian. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I'm expecting that your employer is from somewhere else. He was born, yes, he's born from, he goes, would I be mistaken if he's if I tell you he's from Haiti? And she goes, oh, my God, how did you know? He goes, because my parents are born in Haiti. I am like, but you couldn't have you couldn't have noticed it because he didn't have an accent. Like my children are born here. So you don't hear their Italian accent like me when I speak in English, like they, they're accentless. <laughs> there goes another Maria word. Right. So he was explaining to her, it's cultural. He's respecting you when he's not looking at you in your eyes. When he's not giving you this job, it's because he respects you. He feels it's too, too much for you. So what, what seems for you to perceive a lack of respect, I'm here to tell you because I understand the culture. It's actually a respect he has from you. And all of a sudden, boom, paradigm shift. Exactly. So just make sure that you are putting yourself in the other person's shoes. And maybe if you are talking with someone in English for you and the other person is not our first language. So make sure that she doesn't lose face. She doesn't want to ask you to slow down because she doesn't want to lose face. So make sure that you ask, are you okay? Do you want me to slow down? Maybe give a demonstration, give more examples so you can more uh, understand me. So make sure that you are aware of cultural difference. And the number three big mistake is engaging in micro inequities. Inequities? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> so micro inequities are behavior and action that can make others feel excluded, single out, or in your. Maybe in your workplace, you have acronym or maybe jargon with one and the other with your colleagues and you have someone new and she doesn't understand the acronyms and all the, the words you are using at your uh, workplace. So make sure that if you have someone new, you will not leave them in the dark. Come, <laughs> come with us and explain each of uh, the acronyms so she's not just Lost when you are talking. <laughs> so. That's Maripia. That's so wonderful because right now we have so many acronyms with our new business, and I remember like it was yesterday. Now people are using the word "fam" in English in our multi-level business. Other ones that, and I keep repeat, repeating to my directors, you need to explain it first. So "fam" is finding new friends, adding new friends, messengering, and then you say fam and not the other way around. Because this is, thank you, Marie-Pierre. This is exactly what I've been trying to say 
about the importance of not using shortcuts and words because it's exclu it's excluding and not inclusive. Oh, I love it. And oh, and the other other one is inside jokes. We're speaking publicly on a Zoom, and now you go with an inside joke. You never say an inside joke publicly because, again, it's excluding people. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. Exactly. So maybe if you're in your workplace, you maybe have a relationship to fix because maybe you did some of them uh, mistakes, did mistakes, and you caused someone to lose face. But... I will give you a good answer, uh, um, a good um, answer, but the answer is yes, you can um, fix your broken relationship. So just make sure, yes, it's something that you can do, but it will take time, patience, and authenticity. So saving face means preserving dignity for all parties involved in order to reach a positive outcome. So make sure to put yourself in others' person shoes before talking or maybe doing something. So that's the three big mistakes I wanted to cover this morning. Thank you. And she's going to drop all these documents on. Once again, let me repeat, if you haven't joined the group on Facebook, the Millionaire of the Diamonds Inspirational Group, go ahead. I mean, Marie-Pierre, I always tell her, can you print it for me? Can you print it for me? So I'm ready for anything that I need to train on or sometimes I need to be refreshed on when addressing my children or in a work situation. So in conclusion, to, pr to provide growth is the key. Use every opportunity to mitigate uh, mistakes. Use it as an opportunity to provide growth, providing psychological safety net, allowing others to face, safe face, uh, your spouse, your children, your coworkers, etc. Congratulate instead their failures. This means you are trying something new. Congratulate them for their courage to try something new. Congratulate them for being innovative. Congratulate them for being creative. Congratulate them. Congratulate them for failing because every time they fail, that means they are being successful. Remember Edison, it was a 2000 step process to the light bulb. Okay, this is the key. So next Thursday, we're going to talk about forgive and forget and Friday on resilience, all within the subject on how to mitigate mistakes. Marie-Pierre, thank you so much. Everybody on Podbeat, thank you so much. We love you guys and off to the French. Bye, Joan. Thank you.